Welcome to a new week on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, October 25th, Monday. We are in countdown. You better believe it. Birthday on Saturday and course launch on Saturday. Somebody asked me the other day, what are you doing for your birthday? I mean, I live up here by myself alone and you know whatnot in town that's been you know riddled with COVID and we don't know. It's like, I'm going to launch the course. What do you think? <laughs> so that's it. I hope some of you will help me celebrate my birthday by getting into the Fun Astrology 101 course on Saturday. More on that as the week unfolds. It's also going to be on the website. So if you want to check in there, we'll have some previews of some of the sections and all of that. I'm going to get that built out this week. So kind of a big week. I'm excited about it. So I hope that you enjoy. The betas have just been having a ball. And some of them have said, oh, we don't want this to end. Well, it won't. It won't. We're going to keep on going. Don't worry about that. We're just getting warmed up. (laughs) We just kind of got it figured out. Today's moon is in Gemini. Now, if you're having the Monday morning blues and you just can't get in the swing of it and coffee didn't help, would taking the day off make a difference for you? Well, do it starting at 10.10 a.m. Eastern time this morning (laughs) because the moon isn't working. So why should you be? Void, of course, moon and Gemini all the way until 5 p.m. this afternoon when it moves into Cancer. So move a few emails around in the morning and then come back and move a few emails around in the afternoon and you're done. Easy day. You can thank the sky. I mentioned we had a light week this week. We do just a couple of aspects and those are also posted on the website if you'd like to look down there where the chart is. So This week, we'll tackle some listener questions, and I had a very interesting question come in late last week. This person did not leave contact information, so I wanted to at least address this. In Australia, don't know if you're familiar with this, there's been the disappearance of this four-year-old, precious, adorable little girl, Cleo Smith, who was abducted from her sleeping tent. She, She was with her family. She had her own tent. She had her own sleeping bag. And they were on a remote beach on the western side of Australia. And when mom woke up, she was gone. One of the signatures was that the tent was unzipped to a, at a point where she could not have reached. Well, it's kind of turned the country upside down. And, and when you see her pictures, oh my goodness, she's just so precious. So somebody left a message on SpeakPipe asking if there was anything that I could see in the chart that might help. Now, I've been involved in these classes with Robert Glasscock. Bar none, I think he's one of the best teachers in astrology in the world, and he's accessible, and it's just magical to be studying under somebody like that. And I'll tell you, it has raised my game significantly. And by the way, on that point, and while we're talking about this, starting on my birthday, Saturday, is a new horary practicum. If you would like to get in and study this with Robert, it's $100, five-week sessions, five weeks. They are all on Saturdays at noon Eastern. This is definitely something that participating is best rather than watching the recordings because you're interacting and you're learning and you're absorbing, and then recordings are available, but... It's just something that if you don't have that time available, then this probably is take a pass. But if you'd like to look at it, you can go to the Kepler College website and search up Glasscock. Just search up G-L-A-S-S-C-O-C-K, and you'll find Horary Practicum 15. And you can register for it. You'll get the email exchange and participate. I'm going to be in it. Would love to have you join. 
So I brought Robert into this question, and I think it was just something that rather than kind of drilling down on a specific thing of astrology, because this is so heart-gripping, and we want astrology to be there for us, but there are some parameters of astrology that this question brings up that I think are important to just stop and review and refresh ourselves of where the boundaries of astrology lie. This is a craft that some say goes back as far as 12,500 years, according to bones that were found of, of a, a skeleton that was connected with astrology. I don't know, but I know it's been around for a long, long time. And along the way, certain rules have been developed. And one of those rules is that we are connecting a specific point on Earth with the planets in the sky in a given space-time relationship. That's why the birth time, the beginning time of any astrological reading is so important that it is accurate. The other thing about astrology is that one of the cardinal rules of horary, which is what we'll be studying beginning in this next practicum, is there has to be a connection between either the querent, the astrologer, and the outcome. So as Robert reminded me, this question presents no direct connection unless this person was the mom, which she did not identify herself as. Robert, me, anybody else observing the case is not directly tied to the outcome. Therefore, when we, if we step into astrology with that constraint, then we're skiing outside the ropes. We're outside the bounds. And I think that the main point here is that astrology is not the realm of being a psychic. Now, astrology, can there is so much hidden in that chart, but yet it does have parameters. See, psychics intuitively connect with either a pre-physical or a present physical reality that is known to, not known to most, right? Astrologers connect, like I said, this triad of earth, time, and space. And while it definitely will indicate future possibilities, it has to be for the person asking the question. So if this child's parents sought astrology, then they are directly in that continuum of space and time. It's them. This is why you wouldn't ask astrology who will win the next election or what team will win on Saturday. Now, you might say, well, I'm playing in that team on Saturday and I want to know if we're going to win or not. Well, then you do have an appropriate structure. At least you are tied to the outcome. But remember, here's the other thing, is that within all these parameters, and this is why, you know, this is why psychics are not 100% accurate. It's exactly why. Because in consciousness, there are options. So to our listener in Australia, I am praying for this case. I'm watching it now in the news every day, and I am just heart attached with you and everybody in Australia who is concerned about this. I certainly hope that she is found, and I think that we need to just leave it to the whatever is going on in the non-physical realm that is working itself out here. We have to leave it in the hands of something much greater than, than we. And unfortunately, as Robert suggested, and I agree, that we won't look into the chart for the answer to that. 
help you understand. I hope that makes sense. Thanks for letting me kind of lay that groundwork. We'll be back with a speak pipe question tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Take the day off, dang it. (laughs) Enjoy the void of course moon.